What's up, everybody? Welcome to this special bonus episode of TLDR Podcast. It's just me and Alex on the pod right now. Uh, we're talking all about uh, Tommy Lasorda. Um, we, we, we wanted to do something special uh, specific for him because I think he, he's a huge part of both of our lives. And I think it was only fitting that we kind of had a separate episode to talk just about just about Tommy. Um, Alex and I being the, the two Dodger fans on, on the podcast, uh, we kind of wanted to kind of do this uh, separately. Uh, so hopefully you enjoy it. Uh, so obviously, if you guys don't already know, uh, Tom Lasorda, Hall of Fame manager for the Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, passed away late last Thursday night at the age of 93 years old. Uh, very sad time for, for Dodger fans and for baseball fans and for, for a lot of people um, all, all around the world. Um, just to get into his career accolades, because we got to just roll through it because it's always fun, fun to look at. Look at. Uh, so he spent 20, 20 seasons as the Dodgers manager. Uh, he was two-time manager of the year, 1983-1988. Uh, he won 1,599 games. Uh, he coached nine Rookie of the Year winners, uh, which is a record. Um, four National League pennants, two World Series championships in 81 and 88. Uh, he won an Olympic gold medal with Team USA in 2000, and he was elected in the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1997. Um, so obviously this guy's a legend, but I think it extends – far more than what he did on the field. Um, so Alex, the first question I want to ask you, you know, I think every Dodger fan has been influenced by, by Tommy Lasorda. So for you specifically in your own life, like what has Tommy meant to you? Yeah. I mean, just to put it into perspective too, for those of you who don't know, Tyler and I met when we were 18 years old in college. And one of the first things we bonded over was the Dodgers. We both went to school in Northern California. We're from Southern California. Uh, and, you know, and we've been pretty much best friends since then. It's been 10 years now or whoever long, too long. We're old, but, uh, Crazy. you know, like my entire family was Dodger fans growing up. Um, and Tommy was sort of, you know, when you think of the Dodgers, they're an L.A. institution. You think Jackie Robinson, you think Vince Scully, you think Tommy Lasorda. And Tommy was everything to L.A. I mean, I'm wearing a Lakers shirt right now. He loved the Lakers. Like he loved Los Angeles. He loved everything about it. And for me, he was just the epitome of what a baseball fan and manager should be. I mean, he coined the term bleed Dodger blue. I mean, he's everything about the Dodgers. I know I typically do basketball on the podcast, but like baseball is my favorite sport. Tommy Lasorda is an icon. He's, you know, and we, you know, <laughs> you and I were so close to meeting him one time. We were literally so close. So we to put it put tell the story yeah, just real story, quick. Yeah. So we Tyler and I went to spring training. We drove all the way from Chico, California, to Phoenix, Arizona. It was like 15 hours or some stupid. Almost thing. For, forgot the tickets. Almost forgot the tickets. Yeah, yeah. we got 45 minutes away, and Tyler's yeah, like turn around the tickets. Yeah, we had to turn around. Yeah, and I mean Tommy loved spring training. It was kind of like after he had retired as a manager, he would still always show up to spring training well into his upper 80s, and you know talk shit to the players give them pointers. Um, and he would always, he had his little spot and he would sit and he would sign autographs and chit chat with fans. And we got in line to meet him and get his autograph. And we were, I, I may be misremembering this part, but in my mind, the guy came and cut off the line at a specific point to say, Oh, okay. This is how many he can do because like he wanted to then go watch the game because the spring training game was coming up and we were like the next people in line yeah. or, or if it not was, very close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tommy, Tommy Lasorda is an icon and um, you know, he's not even someone we knew personally, but he still like, I feel like meant the world to us. 
Yeah, I think that's the crazy thing is, you know, you know, I think Tommy obviously couldn't have possibly met every single Dodger fan, but I think every Dodger fan felt like they knew him. And I think a lot of people called him Uncle Tommy, you know, and I think because that's just the influence he had on everybody. Um, he was always at every single game. So if you ever went to a game, everyone would look down by the Dodgers dugout and you can always see Tommy sitting there in his, you know, his Dodgers jacket. And he would usually leave around the seventh inning because he was old and, and, and needed to go to bed soon. Um, and then everyone would give him a st- uh, standing ovation every time he uh, left the, left the ballpark. It was just a moment every single Dodger game. And I remember like my dad was re- reminding me of that. And I kind of forgot about that part about, going to Dodger games and like every single time a, a, a standing ovation from the whole stadium, like everyone just like seemed to know when he was leaving. And it was just, that's the presence he had. And that's how much he meant to, meant to Dodger fans. Um, and yeah, for me, I, 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 I wrote that article um, for the, for the podcast kind of just meaning kind of what he meant to me. And, you know, I think it extended far more than just, you know, passion for, for the Dodgers. I mean, that was a huge part of it, but I think also just the life lessons he teaches you, um, about just sure, just pure belief in yourself and in others. Like, I yeah. think he did that better than anyone I've ever been influenced by. I think, um, it's just unbelievable. Um, so kind of going, playing into that, um, what is your favorite Tommy Lasorda moment? Okay. So I, I've got a couple. Um, I think the first one is something I actually learned recently because of his passing and stories and everything that I've heard about him. But so when he took over, well, it's, it's kind of two things when, so he, let's be honest, was a mediocre baseball player. He was not that great, but he knew how to coach and he, he kind of faltered out of the majors and he got traded to, I think it was the Phillies. Yeah. And then I think it was the Phillies. And then he pretty much figured out, like, I'm not going to make it back to the majors. He asked to be traded back to the Dodgers because he loved being there. And then he started coaching. He started coaching single A, double A, triple A. They were called different things back then, but pretty much coached in the minors. Uh, and something I learned today actually is when he was a minor league coach, he had the opportunity to move on to be a manager of a major league team, but not the Dodgers. And he told him no. Like he told the O'Malley's, who are longtime owners of the Dodgers, I'm loyal to you. I'm not going to do it. Because he was winning. I mean, he had, you know, Garvey and Sachs. Um, and Ron Say and all those guys that came up. Um, and then eventually when Walter Alston, another uh, Dodger managerial legend, retired, Tommy was the third base coach, got the opportunity to become the manager, and then immediately said, uh, this manager's office, this is no good. He took over the training room because he wanted it to be a party. And I think that's the most like Tommy Lasorda thing in the world. He wanted there to be a crap ton of Italian food. He wanted players and Frank Sinatra and freaking whoever else, the president, the Pope, whoever would come in and hang out with him. That's what he wanted. And I think that just epitomizes Tommy Lasorda in the best way. And I love it. Um, yeah. And then also um, he came, so he came out of retirement. You mentioned it in his accolades to win the gold medal during uh, the 2000 Olympics with a ragtag team. I looked them up later. I mean, I was only seven years old. I don't remember this there's like no big names on that team. Like Roy Oswalt's probably the biggest name. Um, And he didn't even get a medal. And he still said that winning the gold for his country was the greatest thing he's ever done. And that's on top of his like 
obviously love for the LA Dodgers organization. And I just, I thought that was so cool. Yeah. I what mean, are some of yours? There are so many great ones. I think one of the things that I was watching the other day and I mean, you're, you're talking about when he was a player for, for the Dodgers and I think yeah. he, I think he had one star for the Dodgers didn't go very well. I think he like walked like four straight batters or something yeah. got pulled and then, and the guy that replaced him on the roster was Sandy Koufax. Yeah. And obviously, you know, Sandy Koufax became Sandy Koufax. And then, but Tommy Lasorda always says like, uh, he, he still thinks that the Dodgers made a mistake with that move. <laughs> yeah. And that again yeah. is the greatest Tommy. left-handed pitcher of all time. Yeah. yeah. And Tommy's like, no, like, I think that was, that was dumb. Like they should have kept me, you know, that, that's, that's a perfect Tommy moment. Um, all, all of his arguments with, um, with the umpires are amazing. Yeah. They're uh, phenomenal. Yes. Per- per- particularly that one in, in, in the world series, it was either 77 or 78. Um, when, uh, what was it? Who was that, uh, Yankees guy that got in the way of the ball and, uh, Reggie uh, Jackson, Reggie Jackson got in the way of the ball and, you know, the umpire didn't call it. And he just goes absolute ape shit on this, on, the, on this umpire. Yeah. Um, so it's just, uh, you know, things like that when he, um, you know, when the Philly fanatic was making fun of him, had like a Tommy little sort of rag doll and was like dragging him around and. Tommy was like, fuck this shit. Like, you're not going to do this. And he just, he takes it and starts wet and starts whacking the mascot with the, with the rag doll and just stuff like that. I mean, but that was Tommy, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think probably my favorite one of all time is this post game speech after the 1988 88 world series. I get goosebumps every single time Same. I hear it. And I think, and it's crazy because like I said, we weren't even alive. Like, yeah, that's, that's five years how, before we were born. Yeah. yeah, that's how amazing I think that speech was. And it's so short, but it's so perfect. And, it, and I think it encapsulates everything he's about and everything about what the Dodgers were about that year. Um, and so that for me, that one was just, that one will always, I think my the first thing I think of Tom Lasorda, I'll think of that particular speech. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, so for me, that that's, that's Tommy. And then I think even getting to see him in person as close as we got, like, I do have a picture of him on my phone that I took in person, you know, when, when he was sitting there giving, giving autographs and I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it was that same spring training or maybe a a, a different spring training. He, you know, drove by his golf cart and and I, and I did wave to him and he did kind of give a little wave back. So I feel like I still got a little bit of love from, from, from Tommy, even if it wasn't specifically, you know, towards my direction or whatever, but. Um, yeah, obviously, you know, he's going to be a huge, huge loss in for, for baseball and for a lot of people. Um, but as we look forward to, to 2021, man, I think, I think the, the, the biggest comfort in this is that the, is the fact that they did win that one last world series for Tommy. Cause he always did say he, he always wanted to see one more. Um, and he was in, in, in Texas when the Dodgers did win it. So, um, I think, I think that was kind of his last thing he wanted to see. And I think, you know, obviously I think he just kind of kind of stopped trying to you know yeah um, I think that was kind of his his his, I think he was uh, he was holding on to see that happen I think after that's kind of when things started to kind of go bad but um yeah any 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 thoughts on that yeah so um I was listening to another podcast um literally just a little bit before we started recording this and Oral Hershiser was on it and um you know he obviously had a relationship with Tommy Lasorda almost it feels like unlike any other player that Tommy managed it sort of feels like they were like became very close even after um, they both have retired from the game and obviously Oral has gone on to do other things and now has come back to the Dodgers organization Um, but Oral was saying that he and Tommy would FaceTime like once every three or four days um, and 
I guess Tommy was going, obviously going through health issues, but going through more health issues than I think the general public knew and oral and like Eric Carroll were talking to him. And I guess had said, look, skip, just hold on until we uh, hold on until opening day so we can get you that ring. Um, and you know, he obviously didn't do that, but the last game he ever saw the Dodgers play, they won the world series. That was his last public appearance. And how just like, unbelievably fitting is that like yeah the epitome of the los angeles dodgers tommy lasorda he wins the world the, he, you know they were going to give him a ring like he's tommy like yeah he was technically i don't know if he was getting paid by them but he's like a special advisor to the chairman or some mm-hmm. i don't know he technically still was an like worked for the dodgers or was right i don't know how they like determined that but yeah i mean 93 years old during covid goes all the way to texas like that's that's pretty crazy. And if that doesn't show you devotion for your team, I don't know what does, but uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I think that, I think the magic of it all kind of is almost like makes me feel a little bit better about his passing just because like, you know, at least they just won the world series. He got to see them win it and now he can rest. Yeah, I think that's how I want to think about it. Yeah, I think that definitely gave me comfort. Like, if the Dodgers hadn't won a World Series and he passed away, like that would have been, I think, an extra stab to stab to the wound. But I think, yeah, I think definitely them winning and that was the last time he saw the Dodgers play. I think was super fitting. I think all Dodgers fans feel that way, and it you know kind of puts a smile on their face a little bit to think that that was you know kind of the way that he went out. Um, Also, to to comment on the. Oral Hershiser thing and, and yeah. their re- relationship. For those that don't know, Oral Hershiser pitched for the Dodgers in the the eighties in the early, in the early nineties was one pretty much their stud pitcher of that eighty eight team. Um, but I think one of my my favorite parts about their their re- re- relationship was that Tommy hated his name. He hated the name Oral. He thought it was like a <laughs> dumb name, and so he's like, "I'm going to call you Bulldog." And from yeah. then on, like your name is Bulldog, and that became his nickname. And he. If you you would never say oral around Tommy, he would be like, "Who?" You know, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. bulldog, and I think that gave oral kind of a mentality too to to be that kind of bulldog mentality. And you know, he had one of the best best overall I think seasons of all time in in 1988. So um, yeah. that was it was pretty phenomenal. Um, yeah, I agree. What yeah. a dude! What a guy! He loved a guy. the center of like, he loved the center of attention. Yeah, uh, you know, and. I think I heard some, I heard him say, I was watching, I think it was MLB network or ESPN's um, tribute video to him. And some clip of him said, I'll never leave food on my plate. And I thought that yeah, was so yeah. funny. I yeah. was like, man, that's great. Like what a dude. Yeah. I would highly recommend anybody that would like to know more about what he was all about. Check out the, the Dodgers uh, tribute to Tommy. It's about a 60 minute video. Yeah. I think it encapsulates it perfectly in a nice short little, little video. It gives you all those, those funny moments, all, all those good moments that we kind of talked about. Um, definitely check that out. Um, but Alex, you got anything else? We'll, we'll probably wrap this up. Um, other, just also that Vince Scully lost his wife like yeah. a week earlier too. So um, thoughts to Vin, cause he lost, you know, a longtime friend in Tommy Lasorda and his wife within about a week, week and a half. Um, uh, other than that, just rest in peace, Tommy and Sandy. And, you know, I'm sure they're looking down and excited for the season uh, to get started soon. So definitely the, I think Tommy's spirit lives, lives in Dodger fans and Dodgers players forever. So, you know, he's, he's never really gone and never will be. So we love you, Tommy. 
uh, rest in peace. And uh, thanks for everyone for hopping on and listening to this special edition of TLDR podcast. We appreciate you. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Bye.